And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who's available to judge all of your dog Halloween costume contests, as well as your dog Christmas costume contest, and pretty much any occasion you have to put your dog in costumes, it's Renee Colbert. And he's a writer-producer who is described by Rainbow Acres Natural Foods Market as a, quote, huge goddamn pain in the ass. It's Greg Heller! For Oktoberfest, Jeff, Chef Jeff will show you how to avoid bringing the worst bot bratwurst. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus, say hello to your best friend. I'm ready! Hello, my little gummy lifesavers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carb was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by Patreon. Nikki. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon.com slash by Nikki Collier. Now, I know last week I said I was going to choose a seasonal Halloween-themed carbohydrate, but then I saw gummy lifesavers. They jumped out at me. Mm. Of the Lifesaver brands, the gummy is my favorite, although I've sort of lost my taste for them in pregnancy. Not that I had them mm. that much previously. But anyway, I'm just saying it jumped out at me. I chose it. Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guest. A big and hearty welcome hello. back Hi, to Greg Heller. Me, Greg. Hello. Hi, Allison. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm great. I have so much to ask you about. Cool. You share office space with Busy Phillips. I did, yeah, until recently. Is she? Because... <laughs> is she busy? Yeah. She, she busy? is very or busy. Yes, she would she just say highly occupied at the moment because you were too loud, right? Oh, well, uh, let's get into that. Let's get into that later. Fuck. <laughs> let's get into that later. So, welcome back. It's good to have you. Everyone's excited that you're Thank here. Thank you, Allison. Hello, Renee. Hello. I am so excited to be here on Greg Day. I've not met this legend, oh, and so far, out of the gate, you, already delivering. You got kicked out of Busy Phillips' office. No, I, that's not really what I, happened. All right. He urinated himself at a was it a Springsteen concert? Yeah, I did that. It seems unrelated. <laughs> there was a, but these are just legendary, Greg. There was right. a drink named after him called the California Asshole. Uh, yeah, there's so much, I've so much. So much. Okay, okay. Well, honored to be here. Hello, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah. Nice to have Greg back. <laughs> I feel like I'm on better behavior right now in terms of like you, me. Yeah, because no. <laughs> we got people watching. Because, yes, a hearty hello. To the people who are watching on Patreon, we are. This is we've never Patreon. done this before. This is it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, we are streaming this live to people on Patreon at the live stream level, That's and right. I figured it's not going to affect anything at all. We're just going to do our show. It's going to be the same. It feels totally different. <laughs> it feels a little totally different it's right like now. It's a little on. It's yeah. like you're putting in a little more effort. <laughs> is, that's not a bad thing, though, is it? Yeah. I was curious because you're on this, there's a live stream. If Daniel had fucked up the intro, how he you said, would have responded? <laughs> he because, said Jeff, Chef, Jeff. Yeah, because if you're Thanks, if honey. you start watching the show a lot, <laughs> when Daniel finishes his intro, yeah. it's almost one of these things where the camera should be on Allison when Daniel is reading his intro. <laughs> because if he finishes it and he does a good job, she does a like good job, good job, good job. <laughs> 
But if he yeah. doesn't do a good job, she kind of goes, well, I want to stop and start over. Or, or, or like sometimes a- she has a look on her face like, I don't get it. Right? <laughs> but then it'll what? come to me later and I'll be like, what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and see that what I just did right there, that, that doesn't That's an make extra sense. Pizzazz. No, but it doesn't make sense for people just listening on, on audio. That was me realizing it and then giving you a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what you did. I'm kind of like a stage wife in that mm. way. It's good. Hello, Jeff. Welcome hey, Allison. Ladies. Let's get started. <laughs> ladies. Oh, I know what that was from. That was from Ladies. Boot season is coming up. Ladies. <laughs> my Burt Kreischer episode. If ever there was a time yeah. to shout out that ladies. It's ladies. It. Boot season is coming up. <laughs> um, I have an announcement. I ladies. Be- <laughs> and then... <laughs> Oh, I also need to address the silent member of this room. His name is Dax. He is he is running the live stream. He doesn't have a microphone, but he has assured us that he's very loud if he needs to say anything. Um, so, Dax, is everyone in the in the who's watching live able to hear us? And is everything going okay audio wise? Oh, a microphone is headed towards your mouth. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, it's get on that so shit, Dax. Pe- people are saying. Uh, Oh, get a little they, closer. People, uh, how's this? Uh, people are saying that they couldn't hear the theme song, but they sang along. Or okay. how? <laughs> but they can hear us. But they can hear all of you, it okay. seems. Okay. That's all that matters. Well, perfect then. I'm smelling Greg's rosé. Mm. Rosé got me a rosé in a can. It smells really good. <laughs> it's canned yeah. rosé. It, <laughs> it does smell good. It smells good. How does it taste? <laughs> it's not it, the finest rosé one like, would uh, ever drink. It tastes like sophomore year a little bit. Yeah. It smells very sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But listen, I'm I'm not going to look that gift rosé in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we're running here. a little dry here. And by the way, yeah. if there's any more of those gift rosés, uh, I won't look those in the mouth either. <laughs> <laughs> there are more. I think we have a full four-pack that came in a box. We also have uh, canned sparkling wine. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So. What's the Let's difference? see how long we go. So my announcement, I'm doing my show live at the Big Adventure Fest, November 3rd, ah! Saturday, 2.30 p.m. It's at the OC Fairgrounds. It's my old stomping grounds, you guys. And my guests will be the one and only Travis McElroy. Come on. The one and only Jordan Morris. What? And the one and only musician, Mike Rosas. Michael Rosas. I call him Mike, but he goes by Michael. Um, he's like one of my favorite musicians. Fans of the show are probably familiar with him because I've had him on a couple times and he's played my live shows. So that's all happening. Come out, please. Because otherwise, I will miss you. November 3rd. <laughs> BigAdventureFest.com is where you go for that. Also, we are in the process of moving. We are at, it's Monday right now. We're moving for real on Friday. Oh, wow. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I felt better. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> do you have movers? We do. And we actually have movers who are coming to pack us as well. Uh, Daniel. Have they already been here? <laughs> no, I've been pre-packing. <laughs> I'm, I've been pre-packing in order to cut down the amount of time and money that it costs. Yes. Right? But I feel stressed. I feel like if it has to happen that... I don't do a lot of prep. Like, I did some prep, but, like, if I don't do a lot before they get here, so be it. We're talking, like, an extra couple hours or whatever. But I just, I don't know. It's that feeling of, like, having someone come in among your stuff. Like, I'd rather be organized before they get here, but I just don't know how much it's really going to happen. They're packing us on Thursday, or basically packing me because Daniel's packed himself. Right. On Thursday, and then we're moving on Friday, and I feel like Wednesday night, I need to pack suitcases for... Elliot and me, and then we're leaving Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> we're making a break for it. I, okay. yeah, I feel like we need to, I need to pack 
all the stuff that we're going to need that they shouldn't pack. And like that's stressing me out. It's a little bit of a um, a tricky thing to, to figure out because not only do we need to make sure we have the stuff immediately available when we get to the new place and the beds and everything sleepable. Yeah. Like Daniel but, packed the clean sheets. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, like <laughs> little things you, you don't think that. about. Yeah. But also. Like when you pack your scissors. And you're like, well, now I just got to yeah. bite my way in. I've done a lot of that packing shit I need like two hours later. But um, but also making sure, like figuring out where Elliot's going to be at each time. And where he's going to nap. Yeah. Because I think it would might be traumatic for him to see a bunch of strange dudes come in here and then move all of our stuff out of really like his whole world. Right. right, like mm-hmm. just hi, we're gonna take all of the. You're things. describing my own emotional distress over it. Well, yes, <laughs> that's the next part, which is figuring out where you're gonna be when yeah. this is happening. <laughs> uh, well, why can't you pack the sheets? I don't understand that. Oh, well, just because I felt like it might be a better idea to leave one set of clean sheets out. Allison thinks that once you pack something, you never see it it's gone like, forever. That's been my it experience. Is that's been my experience. <laughs> You'll never find it. But in fact. It's in the box that says sheets. Yeah. But that could be under a thousand other boxes. No, because um, each box has the room and the box goes in that room. Like, okay, Mr. Moving. Did you guys, <laughs> Did you? was there a purge? Ma- old magazines? Yeah, or I've gar- been purging. But she hasn't. I told her mm-hmm. yesterday when she was sitting at her desk starting to pack. It was a Saturday <laughs> and she was... Her desk is like a mountain of papers. It was. And, and this look of oh, on her face as she was going through paper <laughs> by paper. And I'm just like, sweetheart, just take it all, put it into like a, a nice compact. I had to tell her that because she wouldn't do that. Right. Well, what do you think I would have done? Just you like. Literally just throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. That's not. No. Do we need to go back well, through okay. your box? All right. All just right. because there's kept- mounting evidence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, you kept these. Did these, I were, keep- these papers were kept. So I told her, keep it, and then you can do the throwing away later. Don't, because you're going to slow it down But he told me to try to make a much. neat pile. Because oh. it's just going to take forever <laughs> if she tries to decide whether she's going to have to throw something away or not. Now, have you purged yeah. something? That I don't you... know. I mean, probably. Well, then again, <laughs> sure, though, mm, it depends. Maybe I, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, it's such a good drop. Do you think that maybe we could put that into a club song? I think you could. <laughs> I would dance it? to it. Yeah, I think so. It's possible. I think we could. Do you have those skills, Jeff? Can you put nope. that into it? Okay. Right. But it was one of our listeners for sure can. Easily, guys. Yeah. How are you with moving, Greg? I am a bit of a hoarder because I have a weird like nostalgia complex thing mm-hmm. about stuff. But I've gotten increasingly better about it. And in fact, in the last like six months, I've thrown tons and tons of shit away. Does it feel good? It feels yes. It feels fine. You know what is you can't do is you can't sell clothes. No. I had an argument with a woman at a clothing store a couple of days ago. You can't sell clothes because they don't want timeless clothes. <laughs> they want fashionable clothes, which is so weird because right. it's a secondhand store. Right. But the person who really makes money selling clothes is a like piece of shit who cares about having that year's clothes. Right. That is the dude. If you go to the store and you're like, I want a timeless suit, you have to keep it for all of time. Because if you take it to a secondhand store, they're like, this is a timeless suit. We want a suit from 2018. Right. So they want a person who's like, I've already worn that. I have to sell it. That's the dickhead that they want. (laughs) So I like got, I had all these really nice suits. You know, that dude who like somebody who like any person who's like that dress, I already wore it this year. I got all my like old suits and shit together and I thought I was going to make a bunch of money selling them and they passed on everything. 
All of them. Were like, you arguing with them while they were nice? passing? Well, yeah. I did say to the woman, she said, we want things from like this year, last year. And I was like, but this is a used clothing store. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and then I went, all right. And then I went to the Salvation Army and I was like, here's like nine really nice suits. Have a good day. I've done that before. I feel your pain yeah. where I was just like, okay, I'm going to make a fortune. I brought them all in and I put them on the desk mm-hmm. and then I threw away the bag that I brought them in because oh. I'm like, I'm going to leave it to hand it. <laughs> and then they were just like, oh, all of it back. Oh. Uh, and they had, to, they had to loan me a bag. I they had don't want no it. idea secondhand. Are these like super trendy vintage stores or yeah, just yeah, yeah. thrift shops? Okay. Um, so- they bought, Wasteland bought one shirt off me. <laughs> this is a true story. <laughs> and it was a shirt I bought for a Halloween costume the year that I went as a Hollywood douchebag for Halloween. <laughs> That's the shirt they bought off me. I and no I told the woman, I was so like, picky. I had this whole narrative that I like met Buck Cherry and I was at the Roxy and I was on the strip with these jeans and the woman was like, cool, we'll take the shirt. Thanks for coming by. And then they passed on everything else. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thanks. Right. That's a good face of empathy. Yeah. I don't even bother. I just go straight to Goodwill or Salvation Army. Yeah, we have a pile in the hall of clothes we're donating. Although, although, I have this shirt that I... See, this is why I'm not good at moving. I have this linen shirt that I really liked when I wore it in New York. So that's now... I moved in 2000. So that's over eight years. Okay. It had a rip in it. um, So I stopped wearing it, but have kept it. It's now yellowed. So it's been in a closet that I never go into. And so I I put it in the pile. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I loved this shirt. So I retrieved it from the pile because maybe I can bleach it and also get it fixed. Like, I will not do either of those. This is why I can't get rid of stuff. Get it fixed. (laughs) Yeah. Can can I share with you guys a weird issue that I have with the Salvation Army? Please. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is going to make me sound like a terrible person. That's never stopped you before. That's true. <laughs> but I don't like taking my stuff there because I don't feel a connection with the donation process. <laughs> like, they're literally just like, put it over there, thanks. And What do you want? I, I like want them to go like... Th- you want more of a ball well, No, but it feels like what I'm trying to say a, is... You want a ceremony where they ask you to stand right. up. Thank you so much. What I'm saying is I feel like you're... Th- the Salvation Army is basically throwing your clothing into the garbage. Yes. That's what I feel like. And I don't feel like the volume of stuff they get doesn't feel charitable. There to are me. Does other that make ones. any sense? Yes, it does. There are other ones there that are similar. There's like a, uh, the American, I want to say the Heart Foundation does one here in town. And they, it's just like that. It's smaller. There are other uh, kind of old clothing salvage places you well, could I'd go. like to know about some of those. Yeah. Actually. I got a couch from the, the Heart Foundation one and they were... Totally. They were great. That means I don't want to dissuade anyone from donating. However, I do spend time on Next... Are you on Nextdoor? I hate Nextdoor. But I, I s- no, I've decided to never do it. It's smart. That's yeah. smart. So I now look at Nextdoor for Burbank so I can know who's awful. What's coming. Yeah. It, mostly I just know that there's coyote sightings, but now I know how to <laughs> haze a coyote. Do you know what coyote hazing is? Is that when they like rush a fat or whatever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, make them, they make them drink milk. I don't fucking know what it is. Coyote hazing is a term for how humans are supposed to get rid of coyotes because you can't run. They'll chase you. Instead, you make yourself big and aggressive looking and you yell, go away, coyote. <laughs> if you look up coyote hazing on like a well, video. Allison, you should do it on the live stream right now. Uh, yeah. Go away, coyote. I'm oh, sorry. Go away, coyote. <laughs> well, now you lost all your coyote listeners. <laughs> yeah, They're come all back, gone. Coyote. Wait, come back. Hold come on. Back. She's not going to do yeah. it again. Um. So anyway... <laughs> 
I often read about people who want to donate books or clothes and then they're like, yeah, I tried to drop them off, but they say they're all full Yeah, of, at various places. Yeah, they will be. Goodwill. There's there's one I know of. Didn't you that, try? Yeah, the one the, near us here, uh, just south of Hollywood, is always full. They always have too much. The one on the west side, you can, if you need to. But it, I know what you're saying. It's like you go in there and it's like just piles. It looks like the Holocaust. It's like piles of shirts. Piles of like it does yeah. look like the Holocaust. Like <laughs> Super skinny dudes yeah. everywhere, just yeah. starving. Um, it doesn't feel like like oh, this is going to this guy, and they show you a picture of some dude who's right. like, thanks. You know, I, get, I get to go to the, the job interview now. You know I, mean? I have some questions. Yes. <laughs> what experience of the Holocaust have you had that is making like what that's exactly like the Salvation Army? You, yes, equate it to the Salvation Army because you haven't been to I mean, any. The Holocaust. Everyone's like, "Oh, it was so bad." I'm like, "It's just like the Salvation Army. They're just taking stuff." And no, giving really. It to- what are you comparing this to? Like the Holocaust Museum? No, honey. When they when part of the deal was they collected all of the. Haven't you seen the films from that the Germans took? <laughs> Actually, no. I've avoided those. Uh, she has not seen Schindler's List either. Yeah, they had piles. Stand strong. Don't do that to yourself. No. It's, I'm haunted by the Holocaust without watching it. I don't need to know. But no, uh, I know. I've heard. Of, I've heard about all the toothbrushes. Imagine. That- imagine. The Salvation Army, and that was like <laughs> how it was. Okay, well, I need to put segue. You can get there. Oh, it looks like Uh-oh. it looks like we have something coming in from our chat room. Get on mic, there, Dax. <laughs> Just like to mention that. Uh, oh, get- Lisa asked uh, if there are pictures of the Hollywood douchebag. Oh, there okay. are. Yeah, there's there's an what amazing it, photograph. What did it say on it? Was it? I, I, what did it say on it? The, was it just a style of you shirt? You want to see the picture? Yeah, yeah of, of course, course we want to see the Do you have an ad to read? Yeah, get it ready while Allison reads about this something. This is me <laughs> recommending a friend of mine. A sincere And it happens to be on a piece of paper. <laughs> Speaking of memories, mm-hmm. I want to tell you guys about Legacy Box. Are you familiar with Legacy Box? They are amazing. You can send them all of your analog media that you don't know what to do with anymore and you want to digitize, you send it in a box, they digitize it. Um, so for example, Elliot now does this super cute thing where he goes, <clears throat> uh-oh, uh-oh, beep, beep. He just says beep, beep for no reason. Like as he's lining up his little toy animals, he'll drop one, uh-oh, beep, beep. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me that my parents have these cassette tapes of me counting, but Instead of counting like a human, I would go one, two, shout, shout. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why. But then my mom would be like, what comes next? Three, four, shout, shout. So Elliot and I both might be on the spectrum. I don't know. But anyway, my parents have all these cassette tapes of them, of like me singing songs and learning to talk. And I was thinking just the other day, I should try to do something with those because they're, you know, who, who has a cassette player anymore? And then here comes Legacy Box. Right when you need it. Exactly. Right before Christmas, too. Yes. So you send, so I could send them the cassette tapes. My dad has reel to, so my dad used to play a trumpet. Right. And he has reel to reel tapes that he's been wanting to turn into to CDs for a while. That's perfect. You can send them photos, you could, like anything like that where, where you want to preserve the memory. That's and amazing. also, when people are moving, oftentimes that's the time they'll do it because it's like, you have all these photo albums or all these cassette tapes or whatever and you can like right you know make it a lot more portable and you can get it in download version or cd or dvd it's it's great it's amazing and um the people who do it it's all done by hand in the u.s they're in tennessee they've been doing it for 10 years and they 
because of course, like all of your memories are so precious to you and it's sort of scary to like send it across the country. There's like all these mechanisms in place to make sure that nothing happens to it. Um, that you get it all back at the end. You like put an individual barcode sticker on each item. You get it back at the end, but it, you, the whole process, the whole process is like tracked and you get an email letting you know, like, okay, we've received it. Okay. It's, it's at this phase. It's at this phase. It's at this, this phase. So it's really amazing. Um, Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box. Uh, send your Legacy Box filled with old home movies and pictures. They'll do the rest, professionally digitizing your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com Allison to get 40% off your first order or save up to $200 on the largest Legacy Box kit. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Allison and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash Allison to save 40% today. Okay, so I have an email to read. Uh, Greg, you weren't here when we talked about sopapillas, mm-hmm. but I feel like given that you're a foodie person... I do know what they prob- are, yeah. Okay, so... I forget why they came up. Sure. I think they're the signature dish at Casa Bonita. Right. The cliff there diving was... restaurant in Denver. Mm. Yes. Oh, did I? Wait, I think it was oh, your, no, it it was was your my food, right? Of the week. Yeah. Yes. Because someone said they're like crispy fried dough with sugar on them. And I, I didn't know what they were. And you were saying you know them. Right. And then you and Dave were saying, or maybe it was Dave was saying they're also referred to as soaps. Uh-oh. Did he mm, get it wrong? Mm, mm, well, according to Ricardo... Mm, that's not correct. According to Ricardo <laughs> Yamas. Yes. Oh, wait. Do we have a song to play for oh. reading an email? You Any got old it song wrong. will do. Do, do, do. When we ask, we send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Ricardo Yamas. Hi, Allison. Love the show since the hairy man days. By the way, no longer listen to that asshole. Just a quick correction about soaps and sopapillas. Soaps are not sopapillas at all. Soaps are like a thick fried corn tortilla with a layer of refried beans, meat, lettuce, onions, salsa, crema, and queso fresca or cotu cotilla on top it's almost like a corn tortilla coaster with the same toppings as this as a tostada on top not the most appetizing description but they're awesome you should get them the next time you see them on a menu also real chalupas are simply oval oversized soaps with the same toppings soapes Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I guess that makes 100%. sense. <laughs> 100%. I mean, if we're, we're going to do it, let's just gonna go ahead in, and do just it. Just going to jump in here with some Mexican. I took Spanish, yeah. and I let Dave Huntsberger soap me. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's just so I'm convincing. Ha- I know. I'm going to have to have words with him next time he's here. Um, uh, 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 lost my place. It is nothing like what Taco Hell serves. Also, I have another very overdue correction. Taco Bell, actually. <laughs> you know what es bueno <laughs> I just want to correct people yeah. okay way back oh correction for Al Al okay. <laughs> is there anything bad about Al he's never messed up in his life Seriously. way back Al had said Castilian or Castellano was a formal type of Spanish not true I'm not up for the buffoonery <laughs> 
Castilian, is that, am I saying it right? You are. Is what is typically called Spanish everywhere else in the world. It is known as Castilian in Spain to specify that it is what we usually call Spanish instead of Catalan, Basque, Galician, and the other Spanish dialects. Oh, there's no such thing as Galician. There isn't? No, what is Gallego. Correct this mofo. Okay, Thank you should, God you should know he has an MIT address, and MIT is, they're renowned in their Spanish studies. Are they? No, I don't yeah, think so. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, we usually call Spanish instead of Catalan, Basque, Gallano, and the other Spanish dialects. Spaniards who are not from Madrid or Castilla get offended when people call Castilian Spanish because they say their dialects are also Spanish. By the way, I can no longer process this. Anyway, if you ever have any other questions about Spanish or Mexican culture, I'm at your service. Keep up the good work. I'm not sure I followed all that at the end. Buy yeah. your own scones. What I, <laughs> yeah, but I got that Al was wrong. Sure. That's Al's all wrong. I heard. I'm a kid. I don't know. <laughs> Al was wrong and Dave's wrong, but I, I still want to try Sopa Pia. I took yes. Spanish for like LOL. eight years and nobody ever mentioned any of that last stuff about how it's referred, what it's called in the different regions. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there are basically like four really distinct languages in Spain. They So lisp. it's a way... Well, I know, I know that. That's but Castilian, I'm just saying that, right? Mm, that's that like not, a dialect. Not distinctly. That's, like no. a, distinctly, that's just yeah. like a, a, that's a... That's a regional tongue of, of yeah. Spain. The words, some of the words are different, but that's really just a way of speaking. Does one of them have a bunch of X's in it? <laughs> yes, it does. Um, <laughs> Catalan has a lot. No, no, sorry, Basquense. Ba- the Basque language has a ton of X's in it, not Catalan. All right. I think a Basque is French. Well, the Basque, the, I mean, this is no, the Basque country mm-hmm. stretches from the north of Spain into the south of France. So that's like um, in the kind of in the Bay of Biscay. You know where that is? I had a lobster biscuit recently. (laughs) It was real good. You had a what? Lobster biscuit. Oh. Daniel, Spanish for eight years. Do you remember any phrases? I I mean, I can muddle through it a little bit. It was a thing that you're kind of forced to take, uh, you know, in Arizona, which is, you know, makes sense. Uh, And I had a Spanish teacher who I just butted heads with. She hated me, <laughs> and so then I decided to make her life hell. And I think I just old got it town in my- state park <laughs> next right no. next right old that town state park next right next right. So um, yeah, Senora Brena, and she would like throw eraser like chalkboard erasers at me and stuff, and whack her ruler on my desk and so she was like she fucking hated me anyway it, i got it in my head <laughs> just the question was if you remembered any spanish phrases but that's like i'm not okay. an idiot i took eight years of spanish but the whole time in my head i'm like i'm not gonna fucking learn this oh, fuck you senora yeah. brenda this is like even five years later you, i showed you now i don't speak spanish <laughs> didn't you just draw drawings on one of your tests or something well that may be one of the reasons why she hated me i mean like i think I can't remember if that came before or after. Yeah, she would like, they'd give you those tests and they would use your, you know, this week's vocabulary to describe Juan. And, you know, there'd be a picture of Juan and I would alter the picture (laughs) for the words I knew. Great. So I'd color them in blue and I'd be like. So just Juan was just always at the train station. Juan S. Azul, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. the library. (laughs) I have somewhere, I have somewhere a test. It might be the Juan S. Azul one. And she, (laughs) like, you could see she was writing an F. 
and she broke three felt tip pens <laughs> writing it. Like you can see how it started in red and then it, like <laughs> like it goes off and then like green. Like you can just imagine you're pressing the fucking like I'm gonna scratch this into his fucking forehead. <laughs> She yeah. fucking hates me. Yeah, <laughs> she was one of a whole line of uh, people who've hated me. Over you were going to say women. Yeah, it's always women. I don't know why. It's so weird to me. <laughs> Doesn't speak yeah, well to me. It's I, very I know bizarre. That. It's so weird to me because I, you don't seem like someone that would be loathsome. Pass, 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 pass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? This is not normal. Oh, yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big garage. Get, the- Get out of here, you mump your butt. Well, uh, <laughs> try it out. I think you like Daniel? It. Are I think you I was a bit of. I think I was like, a bit of a smartass. <laughs> I think I was a bit of a smartass. Oh, they can suck my nuts. Look at my balls. <laughs> well, this is Allison's show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that it, for some reason... The uh, my female teachers more often than not did not enjoy my sense of humor. <laughs> I wasn't oh, trying to ter- terrorize them; they just didn't like my uh, joking around. Uh, and the male teachers, who knows? Maybe I maybe I respected them more and didn't act up as much. I mean, I was a little piece of shit. I was like, you know what I mean? like, so yeah, who knows? Hmm. 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 All right, hmm. is right <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, does my speaking of travel segue still work? Yes. It does, yeah. <laughs> you know what? My Here's my problem. I generate my segues too early for when I actually need to segue. You need to be more I reactive. Need, yeah. I need to like sync up my right. brain and my ad reads. But they're such good segues. Thank you. Maybe just wait until it comes back around till it fits again. You're going to have an eight-hour podcast, but the segues are going to be... <laughs> That's right. They're going to always mix it. I actually forgot to tell you I'm going on a trip soon. You are. I'm not, but I thought it would help. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that went, that went swimmingly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm going on a trip soon. I That's something... I that used to happen on... <laughs> God, Allison, that was right there. Um, I'm sorry. But I just had a memory with Adam Carolla. So he had this little screen in front of him and the guys in the control room would write notes on it to him, but he didn't look at his screen, but I always did. Um, and so I could tell that they were trying to get him to do an ad. So I would feed him a line and he'd be like, huh? <laughs> and it would go as smoothly as that. You would but, just be like, Adam, how's your muffler? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Are you sleeping well? Oh, do you boy. have erectile dysfunction, Adam? <laughs> but speaking of travel, I want to tell you guys about Away suitcases. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Is supported in part by Away, makers of first class luggage at a coach price. Um, I have the Away carry-on, which I love. However, we are taking a baby moon vacation for Thanksgiving. I don't normally use the term baby moon, but I just did. We're going away for Thanksgiving. I need a bigger suitcase, so I think I'm going to have to purchase the Away. I can't decide if I want it in medium or large, and also, I think I'm going to go through my own promo code. Yeah. I heard about it through me. (laughs) Uh, But do you guys, do you, have you seen, they're super popular right now. You see them on Instagram all the time. Of course I have. They're great. They're 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 hard shell. They have four spinner wheels, um, the carry-on, and now the carry-on comes in two sizes. You can charge your phone or device or whatever on the outside of it. It's just ingenious and it's got an internal compression system and it like fits on, you can carry it on. It's like expertly measured and it just, uh, yeah, the times I've used it, it's made me dislike all of my other luggage, mostly because the wheels are so like, it's very nice. 
just nice to be one of those jerks who's like, I can roll forward, I can roll backward. To the side immediately? I can, I'm in. Exactly. <laughs> the interior features a patent-pending compression system helpful for overpackers, of which I am one. Away carry-ons are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. A removable, washable laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. Lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for you for life. And free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. And also, when they first came out, they had a handful of colors. And now they have even more cooler colors. So that's why I got to get a new cool colored one. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash BFF and use code BFF at checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash BFF and code BFF for $20 off a suitcase. Awaytravel.com slash BFF and code BFF. Okay, Greg. Um, I just want to tell you two things. Okay. Renee, I feel like I'm hogging the mic a little bit. Oh, no. Is that okay? Yes, by all (laughs) means. two things. First of all, when when you said baby moon, (laughs) I'd never heard that term. All I could think about was a bunch of babies bending over and showing you their butts. (laughs) (laughs) That's like an Ann Gettys print, though. That's cute. (laughs) Oh, what? Baby moon. (laughs) And then sometimes when someone says patent pending, do you ever in your head be like, fuck, I hope they get it? Do you ever think that? Like, no. Do you ever you be like, "Oh shit, that thing's pending"? I've like, never, I hope. I think that every time someone says "patent pending," I'm always like, "Man, I hope they get it." I, I never thought about the stakes implied yeah. in that, in that <laughs> phrase. It's so high stakes. I don't know if it really is high stakes or if "patent pending" might mean like you're gonna get it. It's just it takes a while, right? But I always imagine like a council of dudes being like, "Did they really invent that thing? <laughs> Come on, Steve, let's not give it to him." We anyway. um back at the OC Weekly, my friend and I invented a game called Take Away the Office, and it would be too long to get into it. But we were like, "How crazy would it?" It was like a a bit stunt that like went too far. So we tr- looked into trying to get it trademarked, and it's very <laughs> very complicated to get. But something. patents and trademarks aren't the same. I know thing. they're I, not the same. I don't really. This was just I, a, this I know was they're a, different, but I don't know what is different about them. Nor do I. But my sense is they're both hard to get. I feel like Jeff knows the answer to this. Jeff, oh, well, let's hear it. I do, but I'm not allowed to give legal advice. Is it a, is for it a real? Patent? Oh, interesting. What are you talking about? We're not asking for legal advice. What's the difference between a patent and a trademark? You could just look it explain. up. You could look it up, though, couldn't you? It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> do you He's want been to sued keep... before, and guys, don't go there. Um, isn't a trademark just like a, a word or phrase, and a patent is an invention of some kind, isn't it? Seems no, right. I don't think that's true. Dax? Oh, really? Dax, do you know? <laughs> yeah, Dax, what get, do you think? Get on, get on Renee's mic. Here Dax, we go. Dax, get in here. Because to me, like, trademark and copyright might be closer, but am I wrong? I think so. I yeah. mean, trademarks are more phrases or right. things like like names. Right. Whereas a copyright is more like an artistic creation. No, that's not right. correct. I because sometimes you see the tiny TM next to something, and it's not just like, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, TM. It's like, <laughs> it's something that someone invented. Yeah, but it might be the name of the thing is trademarked. People like Xerox or whatever. Right, People but the thing idle. itself is oh, yeah, 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 that's a right. trademark. Yeah. I don't know. I defaulted to stereo to cliches. <laughs> People who are yeah. lawyers are yelling at their phone right now. Okay, my, I'm looking up well, trademark My versus- cousin is a copyright lawyer. I have a cousin who does that. She's like, and I'm pretty close she's, with her. Yeah, she's feeling real cherished yeah. right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this 
who knows, this is just from a Google search, but the difference between copyright and trademark, while both offer intellectual property protection, they protect different types of assets. Copyright is geared toward literary and artistic works, such as books and videos. A trademark protects items that help define a company brand, such as its logo. Well, but what's patent? Why do they need separate shit for those things? Patent, I think it is an invention. Like it's an invent, like (laughs) Like these spinner wheels, yeah, Yeah. or a lazy Susan, (laughs) right? What? (laughs) The crazy thing is that the crazy thing is that like trademarks or copyrights will expire after a certain number of years, and Disney's stuff. You know, the whole Disney story was. Like all their early stuff was going to go into public domain and then they went and they got it. And imagine if like Mickey Mouse suddenly went into the public domain. That'd be so right. bad. If yeah. like Fantasia was public domain or right, whatever. Right. I forget how that all went down, but it, it was an interesting story. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what up for Dax? Give it up. It's actually called like the Mickey Mouse Law. Dax, oh, turn that really? shit around on no. yourself. Dax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, some, but it has a nickname of like the Mickey Mouse Law or something like that. Really? Like, the Mouse Act, where Disney keeps lobbying to like extend right. how long it takes for something to go into public domain. And I think uh, Mickey Mouse was supposed to already. Yeah. And they've kept pushing it. And it's still, I think, within like 10 years or something. But it's like at some point, yeah. if it were to go in the public domain, it would wipe out so much revenue <laughs> for Disney, yeah. wouldn't it? I think, yeah. Uh, like Superman and Batman, too, are also characters that I think should have already gone into public right. domain. They keep getting extended, so... I'd be curious how long Disney can keep lobbying. To, like at like, a certain point, we just won't have it expire ever because Disney won't ever want to go out of business. And so right. if those went to the public domain, that would mean that anyone can sell a, yeah. sh- a Batman. So like, or, right. There are movies that are in the public domain or, or books and things that you anyone can do an adaptation of, you know, The Three Musketeers because that's right. just in the public domain. Um, or like in every year, certain things because it, a new year – Certain things fall in the public domain, and you'll get like um, their their early classics, and I'm I'm blanking on any of them in particular that you'll see on DVD, and you'll see five companies putting them out on DVD at two dollars a DVD, and that's because it's just public domain, right? And um, it's just the cost of mastering it. Hmm. Mm. Look mm. how much we've learned here mm. today. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> I have a question for Greg. Okay, what is it? Fill us in. On having shared office space with Busy Phillips, who is getting ready to launch her new show. I did not. I Busy she was in tonight. the office next to mine. <laughs> I don't really want to say that much about it because she's not like a friend of mine. Her showrunner, Clearly. <laughs> she kicked you um, out. Casey, who I believe you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel like having a conversation right now. <laughs> Casey Saint Ange, who Saint-Ange. was a guest. She used to work with Andy Cohen. Right. She moved out here to be the head runner. She's so great. The she's- showrunner. Headrunner, no showrunner, but Casey Saint Ange sounds like a drag name. Yeah, yeah, kind of does. She okay. could pull it off. Yeah, if she wanted to. Um, she had permanent eyeliner tattooed on her eyes. She's so great to and save she, time, and it, she also got microbladed. But I feel like everyone has done that. That uh, good. It was a good experience getting yeah. your eyes tattooed. Yes, yes, I know. I to, for me, it would scare me the how close to right. the eyeballs they are. But, but then, when you think about, it, you never have to do it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So she moved out here to be the showrunner of Biz. Is it called Busy Tonight? It's called Busy Tonight. Yeah, which is uh, Busy Phillips' new talk show, which had office space next to Greg. Uh, 
busy. She did relocate. She did relocate. Oh, she relocated. She relocated. And you think it's because you were too loud? I'm pretty sure it was because I'm too loud. Yeah, and I was told. Know? I was told that by some. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to imagine. I that hate scenario. babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was a combination of like there were a lot of writing sessions in my office at that time, and also I play really loud music. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think she just wanted some distance from my office. She mm-hmm. needed to think and yeah. toxic. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was fine. It was not a thing. She seemed extremely kind and very hardworking and super cool. And they built a staff that's like 98% women, which I also was like pretty pumped on. Loretta, my old assistant, yeah. is employed by Busy Tonight. So who, do you have an assistant now? I, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of go on, but I don't really like work there anymore. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it kind of just happened. That's cool, oh. bro. That's the way shit goes down. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Were you too loud? Yeah, um, happened. No, my deal ended. Oh. But I, yeah, so maybe I was too loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really, I mean, I like still kind of go there every now and then and I have some stuff there, but in like two weeks or three weeks, I won't work there anymore. So how are you adjusting to it? Because if I recall, it was a tough adjustment to have a day job f- for you. No, I'm super into it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like you got your um, I still back. have one big project there that I have to finish, but I just don't have to go in every day to finish it. Um, well, I'm happy for you. It's cool. I mean, for yeah. I've sort of had like this awesome lame duck period where I owed them a script and I turned it in and they're like, owe me feedback on it. So I'd like kind of have no job until I get that. So I've been surfing a lot. I fish a lot. I cook all day. I start cooking at like three and I cook until like seven. It's cool. I mean, I will get busy again soon and I'll probably take a job in the next month or so, but it's great. I'm into it. Was Four Mike, avocados. <laughs> was Mike Henry working there? No. Because Casey Mike, would post photos of that little wolf that he draws. Mike and I have a project there together. Okay. Um, so he would just go into her office and draw? Yeah. And then <laughs> she realized she like, I think something, well, she like posted a picture of that and like 50 people were like, Mike Henry wolf, Mike Henry wolf, I was Mike one Henry of them, wolf. Yeah. yeah. And she realized like, oh, this is a thing. And then she started hanging out and talking with us at night when we were writing and stuff. She's, she's been on the show once. Yes. She's an incredible person. Yeah, she's awesome. She's not only is she like super magnetic, she's just like the kind of smart where when you're talking to her, you're like, oh, you're insanely intelligent. Mm. Yeah, she wrote for Joan Rivers. Yeah, I know. In like three days of working in the same space as her, I gained like a lifetime of respect for her. She's a really unique person. I should have her back. So cool. Yeah, get her back on. Yeah. She'd love to do someone, it. On Instagram stories, someone asked her, now that you're in LA, does that mean you'll be back on Allison's show? Hey. And she said, anytime Allison wants me. Now, who knows if that's Instagram truth or truth truth? No, I think Let's it once find it's out. on Instagram. It's yeah, true. It's, it's binding. That's what I've heard. True. By law. It's binding. I yeah. think that show will be super successful. I would be very surprised if it wasn't. All the people involved in it are smart. Busy is really has an interesting point of view. Tina Fey is there working on it, like at least right now. Just have you seen her? A couple times, yeah, I have seen her. What's she like? She looks the same as you would imagine. She looks just like she does on TV. Um, that's about I mean really she walked by my office a couple times but i i just have a feeling that that show is happening at the right time with the right people Mm -hmm. i just have a feeling about it what can you say about what the format is going to be i can tell you everything about the format really (laughs) (laughs) i know that there's one guest on the whole time and i think there's like one field segment i think it's actually like a pretty loose format but i don't know that much about it i'm going to see a taping in a week or so 
Hmm. I'm genuinely like genuinely excited about that television show. I think it has the the opportunity to be something very unique in late night. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to request that you now tell a story that you told on one of the Patreon bonus episodes. Do you know which one I'm going to ask? You to I me. like men who look <laughs> young and are hairless and nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story that is hilarious to me. Jeff, is that cut together? Did I actually say that? That's cut together. Oh, no, that's verbatim. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Make it worse, Rob. Make, Make it, it worse. worse. Oh, God. I haven't thought about that in so long. Oh, Rob and Kristen, fuck you still if you ever hear this. <laughs> oh! <laughs> they broke up, didn't they? I believe they did. Yeah, yeah. well, she was fucking her boss in Switzerland. So yeah, things, <laughs> things didn't look good for the two of them. I can tell you that much. Do you have an do you know which story I would like you to repurpose? No. It involves you trying to buy Cyril? Cyril? Sorrel? So, oh. Okay, but oh, for, but hang mantra on. Mantra guy. We saw him this weekend. He's the worst. Okay, good. I can't wait to hear that story, but first, um, are you still smoking? Cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, are you still smoking cigarettes? <laughs> Sometimes I am. For any smokers out there trying to quit, or if you know someone who is, there's a revolutionary new way to quit called Zero. Zero's Quit Kit is a new quitting solution proven to increase your chances of kicking the habit by up to four times compared to going cold turkey. The Zero Quit Kit is a three-tiered approach that includes prescription medication, nicotine gum, and continued support through a mobile app. Here's how it works. Go to quitwithzero.com to start your online doctor visit. After your five-minute visit, a physician will then determine if you're eligible to use the quit kit. See, there's stakes. Yeah. Maybe, 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 you, maybe you don't have what it it's takes. It's fine. Good for TV. If you're eligible. The t- <laughs> Gotta right. have stakes. Seriously, Greg, where are the stakes? I'm on page seven. There's no stakes yet. If you're eligible, the doctor will prescribe your medication and the quit kit will be shipped directly to your door. Zero costs less than what the average smoker spends on cigarettes and less than other quitting options. Go to quitwithzero.com slash best friend. And for a limited time, my listeners can get their first month of the quit kit to stop smoking for just $37. That's quitwithzero.com. So all spelled out, quitwithzero, Z-E-R-O.com slash best friend. Quitwithzero, Q-U-I-T-W-I-T-H, zero dot Z-E-R-O dot com slash best friend. Okay. Sorrel, please. <laughs> this this story, by the way, in my personal life is still alive mm. because the the guy ha- grows really nice ninja radishes. Do you know what those are? No. Mm-mm. You know what those are, Renee? No, I don't. Ninja radishes are like giant white radishes that have like a pink hue on the outside of them, and they're like much bigger than regular radishes. And when you cut them open, they have these like beautiful red and white rings on the inside of them. And he grows perfect radishes. And every time I walk by him every Sunday, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So the story is that like a couple of months ago on my Sunday farmer's market trips that I do every Sunday, I, I've become, I became like in the summer, I became really obsessed with Sorel, which is a green that is like spinach, but spinach that was like grown in lemon water. It tastes like, have you ever had it? You ever had it, Daniel? No. It tastes like, have you ever had it? I haven't. No. Dax? Dax? No. It right, tastes good. like <laughs> spinach saturated in lemons. It's crazy. If I handed you spinach 
and you taste it, you'd be like, why are there lemons inside of this? That's what it tastes like. <laughs> um, and it's a really interesting green because with just like a little bit of olive oil and salt, it's like pre-dressed. Seasoned. Yeah, basically. So I became obsessed with it. As a short lifespan. I know quite a bit about a Sorella. If you want to just pivot into talking about how it's grown <laughs> or whatever. Um, anyway, there is one guy. So there's the, a guy whose life you made a living out of. There's right. a guy at the farmer's market who like had the greatest Sorel, Just like vibrant and fresh. And he was this kind of dude like you knew in college or maybe after college who you would, even from a distance, you could be like, that guy's taking too much acid. <laughs> <clears throat> And I'm sure people have said that about me or whatever, but I don't dress like I've taken too much acid. You have to talk to me to know. <laughs> and like his hair. Also, he's probably one of these guys who's like, his dad is probably like the vice president of Pepsi or whatever. You know what I mean? But he like lives in a van and has really gross hair. And <laughs> and How like a couple he, of, I'd say he's about 25. And also, Ayala oh, pointed out to me recently that he's always talking to young blondes in his stall. Hmm. So he's probably one of those like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, thank you, Jeff. It's probably one of those lecherous hippies who's like, "I love everyone, but I want to get a blowjob from that nineteen-year-old or whatever." You yeah. know that dude? I so, love all women. Yeah, right. exactly. So I I bought from him once, and he like said a couple of dumb things to me, and I was like, "Whatever." Honor. And then I was in there in the summer, and I was sorting through his Sorel, and he was like, "I can just tell by looking at you, like you look like the kind of person like you're here for a reason." <laughs> You like have thought about the produce that you want, and you're like here, and the produce is like waiting for you, and you're here for a reason, and I just know you're here for a reason. And I just like did what I normally do in Venice, which is just like, yeah, okay, cool, okay. whatever, sure. And then I picked my Sorel, and the whole time I'm thinking like, I just have one more conversation I got to get through with this dude, just one more really basic exchange. <laughs> and what that should be is like, I will take this. It costs this much. Here it is. Here's your change. Thank you. But I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't going to be that. <laughs> And I gave him the Sorel, and I like head down, like just not looking at him. And he goes, "I, I knew that this Sorel was here for you." And I was like, "Okay." Oh, no. And then he he stepped from around the table, and he like grabbed my hand. He was like, "Would you mind if I gave you a mantra?" Oh God! And I just looked at him, and I went, "Yes." <laughs> and then I took the change from him, and I walked away. <laughs> and that was the end of the story. Oh, that's so funny. To, and he was like waiting, like he was just about to start saying the mantra. Like I don't no know what the, I don't know what mind. the mantra was, but he was like, like it wasn't like my response was like irrelevant. Like he was like, "Do you mind if I give you a mantra?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Okay, so wait." That was his move on the eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's so funny is I've told this story to so many people, and they're always like, "I can't believe you said you didn't want the mantra." That's crazy. And I was like, what's crazy is getting a fucking mantra when you're just trying to buy lettuce at the market. And that same Sunday, I saw the dude giving another person a mantra. And that person, from 20 feet away, I could tell, like, that guy has so much regret about not having the balls to say he doesn't want the mantra. I know that guy doesn't want the mantra. He just didn't have the balls to be like, dude, I don't want your fucking mantra. I just want your lettuce. Have a great day. <laughs> and once someone gives you a mantra, that's it. It's your mantra right. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking... so, what does that even mean, give you a mantra? Jeff, this same situation, what do you say to the guy? Uh, pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Daniel? What do I say? I probably would indulge him. I'm a very indulgent of strangers. 
Or just yeah. say nothing. You know, it's like when somebody asks you something that dumb, I feel like you don't even owe them a response. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just stare at him and walk away. But what would it be like to up the ante with him and be like, oh, I don't like that one. What else do you have? And just oh, keep him there yeah. for oh, I already 30 have that minutes. One. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Funny, that one. I, I got yeah. that one I know last that week. One. Yeah. Okay. That one what didn't else work. I tried yeah. that one. Mm-mm. It's no good. Okay. He has, <laughs> I don't know if he's got the best of me or I got the best of him, but I won't go in there anymore. Oh, and like he does have really good produce, this guy. Yeah, but I won't go into a stall anymore because I don't want to interact. Was it with worth him. it? Ah. Who won that exchange? There, I don't know. Well, he lost money because of it. Yeah, but and, he he has his mantras. He's good. Yeah, he didn't blow one of his mantras. I guess. <laughs> anyway, I see that dude every Sunday. Every Sunday, I see him. Do you make eye contact with it? Like, do you absolutely think he remembers? not. No, I don't think he remembers anything that's ever happened to him. I think he has a very <laughs> short memory. Now, is it the idea of a mantra that bothers you, or is it the like? No, it's the imposition, to, the imposition from strangers on yeah, me. No, yeah. I don't. This is it's like, so passive aggressive. Yeah, it really is. It's like if I go to a store, I I, I just want a really basic commerce exchange. I'm not. I'm gent. I'm congenial. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I don't feel like having a conversation yeah. right now, <laughs> but usually I'm like, Hey, thank you for your help. Or that's great. Or that kind of stuff. But like, that's it. There is something, um, passive aggressive about pushing that it's kind, kind of, of kindness. Aggressive, on you. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to be nice to a person. Nobody, I mean, most people don't have a problem with that. You wouldn't have a problem. With I that, do not. Right? I enjoy people being nice to but me. But that level of that level of listen, of, I'm, maybe I'm weird. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> right, but it would be. It's not weird, right? Right. So, but someone to do that, it's like you know, in his mind, he is going to. It's like he's saving the fucking world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like you didn't ask mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. You just want your day to be without that shit going on. Mantra you know? free. Yeah, yeah, you're just in your headspace and you want to be in your headspace and you don't yeah, want this person to impose this super level of, of kindness on you. This mm-hmm. isn't what you Yeah, And it's not even kindness. It's, it's not like, kindness. It's like he's, he it, wants you to kiss his fucking rain stick. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. or his right. devil sticks. Or his <laughs> didgeridoo. Yeah, right. just sell me the lettuce. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's so true. Just sell, just sell me the lettuce. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with just, I want to be in my headspace. I'll be polite to you, but let's not go any further than this superficial exchange right here. That's right. all I want. And I'm not going to deny your fucking humanity. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just, I have other things I want to think about. See, it's kind of like, this is a, um, <clears throat> this is a tangent. However, I told you and Ray this the other day. Uh, so... Elliot watches all these different videos, like kids' videos on YouTube. And so now Daniel oh. and I are very familiar with the whole crazy world of kid of children's YouTube. programming on YouTube, which like makes a ton of money. And I think the Choo Choo TV, I think they're out of India, but there's like a lot of Indian and Serbian. Oh, uh, yeah. Russian. Like Russian and, and Thai and all sorts of places. Um, But so anyway, there's one. And I don't know how he always kind of finds the same ones. Maybe... They tend to get. There served. are some that he likes, and he knows them by the thumbnail, and he'll yeah. find them. He's twenty months. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's it crazy. Is. He, yeah. if he has the iPad, he knows how to go to Safari, and like he knows his whole way around. Isn't that it's crazy, kind of horrifying. He guys- is better at. Sorry, he's better at that than my dad, who can't yeah. find this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you can do the math. He's older than me, and he's <laughs> here. He's yeah. at this yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But so anyway, there's this one that he watches, and it's got like puppets and stuff. And then at the end, it goes. Just wanted to let you know, Jesus loves you. Like oh, in no. this, in that voice, like that. It's a puppet saying, "Like Jesus loves you," Mm-mm. and it creeps me out. 
that feels like a mantra at the end of this video. And I, I don't exactly know why, because I don't really care either way. But it just like, don't just let us just watch this puppet yeah, video without that this, in at the yeah. end. It's yeah. very stealth. You know what it is? It's the stealthiness of it. Mm-hmm. But it's I the stealthiness it. of trying to like sneak the. It feels like sneaking the message into something. It's Trojan horsening <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> message. Just like if he stood there and was like mantras for sale, then you wouldn't feel offended when he tried to give you a mantra. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. But you're just trying to buy produce. Free mantra with you know with two, two pounds yeah. of. Um, Lettuce and lectures. Exactly. I plan on getting into the settings and blocking some of those because some of them are just. Well, you hate them. Crappy. Yeah, I just. I do hate some of them. Some of them are fine. Actually, some of them are are good even. But like. Like ones will come up and then I'll hear Daniel talk about how he hates it. Oh my God. There's this one fucking (laughs) one with this little girl who's got to be like Kazakhstan, you know, one of the Stans, you know, like that, you know, that like. Deep Russian, sure. It's not like Russia. It's like it's like a it's like sub Russia. Yeah, no, I've seen Rocky Four. Yeah, <laughs> I know what we're talking about. And okay. so she's like, she'll do these things where she and she almost like yells. Yeah, and she'll be like, she'll they have yell. she'll have like these colors. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Open shut them. Open shut them. Give a little clap clap clap. Oh, this is like a open movie. shut them. Open shut them. Put them in your lap lap lap. This is one of the first songs Elliot enjoyed. Did he? Mm-hmm. Um, just in time for Halloween. So um, <laughs> there, and she'll have like these paints, and she'll like dip her hand, and she'll go. Blue, all orange, all is yellow, and it's just like, oh my fuck! Like this is not <laughs> what I want my child to be seeing. So uh, no, it's not what you want to be hearing. Primarily, it's not what I want to be hearing. But also, I don't. But Elliot doesn't seem to love it, right? He you could take be it watching literally millions of other videos. Why these? Sure. Let's just block them. That's fair. There was one today. There's like a whole series of ones where it's filmed in someone's kitchen and there are beagles and then like a person. And it was a person in a mask holding an AK-47, but I think it had to have been fake, and a beagle. Uh-uh. And that was weird. That and one they was... Were, they were saying like, Allah. No, they weren't, I don't know what they were saying, but that I was like, what's going on here? But it was just the same as all the other ones with it's like, you know, dog interacts with Elmo. There's an Elmo, someone wears an Elmo mask at a certain point. There's all sorts of bootleg stuff where it's Sesame Street and then you click on it and it's just somebody with Sesame Street dolls, you know, huh. just getting away with the the brand. I don't know how mm-hmm. this stuff get shut down, but yeah. So we're going to, we need to start our YouTube channel because they get literally billions of views. Crazy. A huge portion of that is just from Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should do Just Me or Everyone. But first, I need to talk about third love. Greg, do you know what kind of breasts you have? Yes. What what kind? What are the um What are the options? What are the kinds? Well, I that's why I mean, I suggest male, you- I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you take their Fit Finder quiz. There's okay. pictures. If you just want to look at drawings of boobs, go there because it'll be like are these your br-? you know, you just like oh that looks like mine or that looks like mine or that and they have you know, little names. It's for like each the type. Sears catalog of the 2010s. Uh, this product mostly targets women. If I had it's to guess. Pr- yeah, they sell bras. <laughs> so it's mostly female, yeah, yeah but pretty much. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, you talk about any kind of trouble you've had with the fit of your old bras. Like, are they typically to this or to that? Um, and then they tell you like what size you should be wearing and what kind of, they just, they just fix your whole bra fit problem and they have half sizes, which is very unusual. So they're the in third love is the industry leader with 70 sizes, including its signature half cups sizes. Uh, over 10 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. Did you know breast shape matters when finding a good fit? That's what I'm trying to tell you, Greg. Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body. Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most brands offer. Cups from A through H, bands up to 48. 50% of women fall in between standard cup sizes. So Third Love invented half cup sizing, 100% fit guarantee. Uh, their team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. And everything is made with super comfortable material. It's a, a tagless design, very high quality. So it's very comfortable. Um, Third Love takes its customer input seriously. They recently launched their most requested style, cotton t-shirt bras and cotton underwear. It took two years to develop and perfect the cotton collection, which is made with premium cotton called Pima. The result is a line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear every day. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash Allison. That's spelled out. T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E dot com slash Allison. Now, to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase, that's thirdlove.com slash Allison for 15% off today. Allison, will you show the Patreon people your hot topic? Sleeves? Oh, they know. They, they know do? because I, I've been wearing this like nonstop. I don't know that they know that my sweater, this is my sweater from one of my sponsors, Carbon 38. Uh, I don't know if they know that it has thumb holes because I don't normally put my thumb through the thumb hole, but I could. I, this is a question, Renee, I don't know if you know since you worked at Lululemon yes. for like a week and a half. How long? I did. I got, <laughs> Greg, I got kicked out of Lululemon. Why? For horseplay. According, that was the, that was the language. Wait, they how used. long ago was this? Uh, six. Six years ago? Lululemon is a cult, right? Yes. Yeah. Right? It's a cult. I'm so and proud of you a, for knowing that. And there's a guy who's a this. leader. And I know a little bit about this because I'm I have somewhat <laughs> peripherally involved in the yoga culture. But like, <laughs> it's real culty and they make you ascribe to like a philosophy just to work there, right? Yeah, That's exactly. spooky and crazy and shit, they, right? When you interview, they're like, can I tell you your mantra? You wouldn't last a day. Are you, you fucking serious? Even, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do make you take landmarks. It's true. Forum. You have to listen to, you have to do landmark Brian form. Tracy, who's yeah. a motivational speaker, and then you have to do landmark. Well, you earned landmark after you, oh, you earned it. Bit. Yeah. And so, did you just really need a job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you know, I, uh, yeah, things were going fine, but I need those yoga pants. They are expensive. Yeah, they're really Wanted that expensive. discount. They didn't. Uh, once I once I uh, said horseplay, I was like, "Do I still get the discount?" And they were like, "No, no." Well, you gotta, good you for you for losing that job. Thank you. Oh, uh, oh, so it was. Uh, it was a brand new store uh, that was uh, in fancy Beverly Hills area, and nobody was coming by because it was like 2011. So uh, we we hadn't really bounced back as far as an economy, right? So no one's there, but they thought it was going to be huge. They overstaffed it. There's like 16 people on the floor, and nobody in the store. Oh, wow. So I did. I did two inciting things. One was, we, and we weren't allowed to talk to each other because we had to look professional. So Seriously? the first thing, thank you, thank you, Craig. <laughs> No one likes people staring into the void, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, right. more than uh, yoga. Exactly. So I created, 
created a, a secret obstacle course where you just had to like move merchandise all around like as fast as you could. <laughs> but like quietly and silently, you just had to like put this shirt here and move this mannequin here and then right. like scoot it back. Uh, but then my letter fucking got to the manager. My little like, because you were just like, okay, all right. And then you Oh, were, you had written it out? Yeah. And, and then how and many employees were involved in this? I wanted to get all of them, but I think it was me and maybe two other people. That who is were just so like, Let's cool, though. So you guys just had a way of passing time by shifting merchandise around <laughs> yeah, the store. Exactly. That's awesome. As fast as you could and right. put it back as fast. And then I Here's dared my, part. my coworker to eat the dog biscuit because no dogs were coming in. <laughs> and so I got in trouble for that. I and know. you were dismissed. Well, they gave me an option. They were like, "Hey, this you—you've had two check marks against you for horseplay. We can either let." Why do you keep saying horseplay? Because that's I love what they, that they said. They said they're horseplay. Just, they're lingo. Oh. Yeah, I know. Fuck them. Uh, Fuck that place. You don't need to go there to get good yoga thank stuff. You. you really don't. Exactly. You really don't. So they and I can't remember why I shouldn't have maybe chosen unemployment. I think it just pride. I was like, "No, I'll leave." So what was the other option? Uh, they could fire me, or I could. Leave. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tough <laughs> choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So listen, I had a whole bevy of options in front of me. Either way, you're not coming back. But wait, what? I thought it was going to be like you could, I don't know. Like get audited or yeah, something. Right. But right. like, why give you that choice in a job like that? It's not like you're going on to, you know, there's going to be some press release right. and you want to make sure people know we're never going to handle this gently we'll just yes. say it was Such time to part yeah. ways but and I, she had another it's because of that cult culture like as i was walking out for the whispers to be like oh she quit or oh she got fired i honestly think that's why oh, they sure. gave it time right she, well so anyway yes given your brief tenure at lululemon yes, yes. I would like to know do you know why do athleisure items have thumb holes is it because when you're like how did I don't get it. Yeah, uh, just to keep your paws warm when you run, oh. so that it covers. And just in case after work you want to duck out and see Panic at the Disco or whatever, <laughs> you have the right sleeves on. You just never know when you're gonna when you're gonna wind up at a Get Up Kids show. You gotta have the right gear on. <laughs> I think it's comforting though. I like it. It's yeah. dumb, but I like it. It How is kind of cozy, but I don't know. I guess I get. I don't love a strip of fabric. You don't like with- when things touch your skin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just another area where th- something could touch your skin. That's fair. That's yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I uh, I think <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> well, okay. I don't. In general, I don't like when things touch my skin. Okay. However, mostly Daniel- her husband. She doesn't like it when her husband touches her skin. <laughs> Daniel has a way of touching my skin, which I'm not a fan of. Right. Which is Jesus Jeff. Please note that. Yeah. <laughs> He'll, like, I'll be laying there. Right. And Jeff, do you have any music? (laughs) And he'll come up and talk to me and, like, pinch. Oh, stop it. I do not. I don't do that. Yes, you do. Like, I'm a piece of bread or dough or something. And I, and so then I. That's not what I do. Yes, you do. That was hard. I don't pinch you and. (laughs) Yes, you do. On my leg, you, like, you like grab as if you're gonna give me an injection. You you grab a tuft of skin and then you rub back and forth like that. And then I have taken to just now. I just go like I just swat his just hand immediately away. Swat. Yeah. yeah. And I remember this is pure fantasy. I said I will always welcome an open handed caress. I just don't like being needed. K n e a d e d. K n e a d needed in that fashion. I sincerely have no idea what you're talking about. You put your armor on me and then you fidget. You're like... Do we need to take this up with a men's health article that you read that said women love that? 
<laughs> no, if it it's first of all, it doesn't go down like that. But secondly, <laughs> like to whatever extent it does, um, I guarantee you, it's not uh, it's not an irritating thing to most people. <laughs> I'm extra sensitive. You are I'm sensitive. Extra like, sensitive. Well, just be honest. The, you are the, very, I, very sensitive. I'm admitting person. it. I don't love the thumb hose because I don't like fabric on my. But you also thumb like meat. don't like yes. massages. You don't. I like, like massages, well, if, but I find them all to be too hard. <laughs> yeah, like you're just not a person who loves uh, human touch as much as other people. <laughs> I love when when Wendy puts her. Sweet little dog. Literally, I say neck. human, human touch. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Jeff. Do you have a Rick Springfield's human touch? I wasn't scratching my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do just me or everyone? Yeah, let's yes. do it. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is yeah. just me oh, nice. or everyone? Skadoop doop. Nice. We just found out from the chat room via Dax that some people are relating to me and some are relating to Daniel. That's really the beauty of this show. It's nice. You know. They should mm-hmm. relate to me. Uh, <laughs> Do it. Do a pincher or a don't Obviously. touch me. Or- I, I feel bad. I left a small red mark on I've your I've never arm. pinched you as hard as you just pinched me. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. To make her point, of- she just like took my skin and just like... Yeah, yeah. I was like, what kind of a maniac <laughs> thinks that that's... I know when I I took improv when I lived in New York and I I don't remember the scene but I just know that I did like slap someone on the butt (laughs) in the scene like yeah like really hard like the full I didn't I didn't pull my punch at all and I feel bad about that too you don't know your own strength honey I'm sorry it's a good thing it's fine I'm not injured well this is Allison's show (laughs) oh thanks you're not injured from that but you are you haven't told them about your injury injury. I haven't told the story because it's embarrassing. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, please. Um, so I took, Al- I took Allison. I took <laughs> Wendy out for a walk. And <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, was it Thursday last week? And it was early. And I don't think I got that much sleep. So already I was a little bit. And so tired? she just pooped. Well, not just tired, but like out of not it. fully awake. Right, but, but you yeah. know. There's tired, and then there's like uh, like a step behind everything. Right. And um, anyway, she she just pooped. I you know I put it in the bag, and I turned, and I I start moving towards the apartment, and Wendy gets very excited, uh, just randomly, <laughs> and she jumps in front of my feet, and like my when I turn, well, my momentum's going forward, but my feet can't because she's there, and I'm right. trying to like avoid. And so I I, I fall Aww. and I try to break my fall with my hand and but I'm moving forward too far and I just my face just plants into the sidewalk Aww. like I just like smashed and it was just like my bell was rung my my head but but ever since then I think I might have torn a muscle in my chest or something because every day has gotten worse mm. and I've been I've just been in like crazy like old man pain for the last mm. three or four days, but it's all because I ate shit turning. <laughs> turning. I was turning. And uh, that is uh, what sucks about it. And I, when I was pregnant with Elliot, ate shit out there when I was taking Wendy out. Yeah. 
it's dangerous out there, guys. She's a menace. <laughs> it's really, yeah, really exactly. dangerous. Did you let go of the leash though? Because no. I let when I fell, I let go of the leash, but then I like yelled I her don't name because I oh you wrapped it around. I wrap it around my wrist so she, I, if right. something happened, she couldn't get away. Um, no, she was thrilled that I was down at her level. She was, I was like lying on my back on the sidewalk, oh. like, oh my god, I hope. The first thought is, I hope nobody saw that. <laughs> She's my Honestly, the worst thing about it, the worst thing about it was the shame. That was way more painful than any of the physical pain. But um, she was just like licking my face and just thrilled Aww. that I was on the ground. Yeah, adults aren't She's meant to sadistic. fall. No, there's no, a, a large not, distance. Not uh, designed for that. Yeah. Anyway, so. Are you okay? Is there? I don't see anything. You don't have no, any scrapes or anything it's on you. Internal. It's just your it's chest. Like, you know the yeah. muscles that go underneath the pectoral muscles, the ones that are like connecting. I don't know if they're like oblique or whatever. Right. Up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the muscles that connects to a rib. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that the one of those. Yeah, like one of those is right, right there. <laughs> there. This one is the terracostal, and this is the metacostal. It's one of these. That goes is that like true? That. Yeah. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I, I think I. <laughs> It's probably like one Sorry. single, like one single strand of yeah. muscle broken. It feels like someone stabbed a knife through my chest. I'm sorry. If we were still seeing the personal trainer that we saw ages ago, what would he say? He would say, um, "You haven't been doing your foam roller every morning, <laughs> <laughs> like I told yep. you to." Um, no, honestly, if I was still with him, I probably wouldn't have hurt myself. A part of it is that I'm not in the shape that I used to be. But what are you going to mm. do? Hmm. Yeah, maybe I should do some yoga. Yeah. I don't preach it. I just do it. No, it's true, though. That stuff does, like, tighten up those little helper muscles. It's just the, yeah, that core strength it's, is yeah. frustrating how do important you it is. Do yoga, Renee? I do do yoga. It I, works. It's great. Yeah. Works to do what? It just, uh, just balance in general, uh, coordination in general. There's a lot of sneaky benefits to it. It's really aggravating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to one. I've been to one yoga class. Right. Um. It was. It was a few years ago. I was really agitated. I'm like, I gotta do something with this. Yeah. So I went to a yoga class. It was an hour and a half, and it didn't do any. I didn't feel anything from it. So I didn't. I never went back. You, well, you, well, you went to the class. the The teacher was like, "You're a natural," and you were like, "Wait, it, did he say that to me?" Yeah. Don't you remember? He he was like, "You're a natural." Uh, I vaguely remember right. that. And you wanted to quit while you were on top. You were like, I've already <laughs> mastered this. Oh, yeah. why would I come back? It's For not real? a challenge. How did I forget that? I'm surprised you forgot that. I'm surprised you were so I've... thrilled about it. <laughs> You're like, I'm a natural. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> uh, maybe I should. I don't know, though. It was just so slow and so long. Yeah, I think it depends on what class. class is always an hour and a half. Is that a fairly, yoga time? Fairly standard. There are classes that are an hour. There are classes like that are two hours. That's just too much. Yeah. I feel but like an hour would be more my thing. Yeah. And a faster paced one. Maybe. If you want. Yeah. I don't know. Although I'm sure I would get into it. Like I'm sure you get onto yoga time. Yeah, I think so. But then they also, we've got a lot of like hybrid classes out here. If you want to like spin and do yoga and then, mm. I don't know, talk about your feelings. It's a one, two, three. <laughs> it's just very weird out here. But I did options. Because the fitness classes I used to take, I always appreciated at the end when they would do the cool down. Yeah. And it was like, you know, if you need to go, go ahead. And I was always like, no, I'm staying here for the part where we like thank ourselves for doing this <laughs> and, 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 and give ourselves a bow. Yeah. All right. Did we already hear the song? 
We did, right? The Just Me or Everyone song? No. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Jen says, I like making a grocery list, but when at the store, don't like to check the list to make sure I got everything before I leave. Too much pressure. I we don't even make a grocery list and we really should. Yeah. In fact, I spent some time on, on Amazon looking at magnetic grocery lists and then it was a classic old Allison kind of thing. I'm like this is too like much. You mean like the whiteboard thing? Like no. a little magnetic whiteboard? No, it, no, magnetic. it's like a little mag. So they have they're like notepads but they're long so you can write a list on them oh, right. and they attach to the refrigerator. Oh, it's a magnetic notepad. Yeah, what did I say? No, no, go ahead. Magnetic yeah. grocery list. We get it. Yeah. A magnetic notepad, but they have so many different options and they're all like packs of six. And I was like, this is too much pressure. I need to put more time into thinking about this. Yeah. So then I never did it, which is ridiculous. I do a weird thing where I count up how many things I have. I'm a single lady. There's never more than like 11. Uh, and then I will just look at my basket and I'm like, well, we have eight. What were the other three? Oh, oh interesting. That's, that's, yeah. That is weirdly that's interesting. Yeah. That's probably a really good it's mental smart. exercise too. Actually, yeah, I, it's a fun game for me. Right. Yeah, and like I don't a mnemonic write device down. to yeah. help you remember. Oh, interesting. And yeah. it's always three ice creams. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's. Interesting. Uh, but no, it uh, it works. Or if I don't have anything to write, I just count it up. Yeah. That's what you need. Do you use a list, Greg? Usually, I don't. No, but but I am very militant before leaving the house. I also do all the shopping. Yeah. So I think at a certain point you just can feel certain things. Like I'll be at the, I was at the store today and I was like, I know we need eggs. I don't know that we need eggs, but I just can feel we need eggs. (laughs) And I know what I'm cooking for dinner that I shop in micro doses four times a week. Four avocados. (laughs) (laughs) So I I buy like fairly bananas. I (laughs) (laughs) I buy a little bit of food a lot. Yeah. So that makes it easier. I don't. I rarely go to the store and buy like ninety things. Or mm-hmm. Smart. No way. Nothing style. goes to waste either. We do not waste very much food. I would say it's always for us. It's always like, oh shoot, we need a detergent, or oh shoot, we need. It's like one of the things that you mm-hmm. don't buy that often, right? Um. Yep. Okay. It's horrible what you did to that fish. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. I think when we move to Burbank, we should. Implement a grocery. What happened to the fish, Greg? I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't? No. It was Ayala cooking fish. Oh, God, that fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It is horrible what she did to that fish. (laughs) It's It's horrible what she did to that fish. That's the last time she's ever cooked fish. (laughs) She, like, drowned it in in oil or something? Yeah. You got to fill Renee in. She just, you have to, everything has to be hot before you start cooking. Okay. She just dropped, like, a half a pound of salmon into, like, (laughs) three knuckles of cold olive oil and then just... Proceeded to turn the flame up and I guess <laughs> slow poach it, sort of. <laughs> but it's sort of like deep fried. Yeah. And then when I came home, she was like, I felt really sick from trying it. And I was like, Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a sponge. It's a fish sponge saturated in oil. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to fucking fish and I'm not cooking that anymore. And, wah, 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 wah. and it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> So I cooked the fish mostly. Nina Hartley says, do people who know multiple languages dream in their native language or different ones? I always wonder that too. I can answer that question because I'm pretty close to fluent in Spanish Mm -hmm. and I'm writing a script right now that is half in Spanish. 
I'm, I'm hypnogogic and I am hypnogogic <laughs> and I have dreams in Spanish all the time, all the time. They're not entirely in Spanish, but one person in the dream will speak Spanish all the time. I hard. occasionally speak Spanish or French in my dreams. Oh yeah, you're fluent in French, aren't you? No, no. But you can speak French, right? Like I could get around a tiny bit, right? But not really. And you know I, what? Es bueno. <laughs> <laughs> and I studied Spanish as well, but I have used French. Like my Spanish, I studied a lot longer than French, but I've used French more. But I mean, just like little bits of words. But I go siant. I was never good at conversational Spanish or conversational French. Like right. it just moves so fast. But the dreams are, in the dreams, can be. it's all yeah. everything works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you speak your non-Spanish in your dreams? <laughs> Always just in Spanish. Right? Exactly. <laughs> just those stick figures yeah. that I did and on I the test. I can't remember it when yeah. I wake up. Jeff, yeah, you exactly. speak French, right? I studied French, but I don't. I wouldn't say I speak it. If I if I went over there, I'd probably get around, but yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. Renee, your name is Renee. It is. Do you speak French? I. You know what? I took three years of French, mm-hmm. uh, and during that time, their third year, I had a little dream in French, and I was like, well, I guess I have to move to Paris. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it only lasted like while you were saturated, and mm-hmm. and then because I didn't keep it up, it's gone. So uh, the only thing I remember is Jean comprends rien, which means I understand nothing. <laughs> Svenjamin says, find myself automatically blowing on really cold food like ice cream as if it was too hot. Elliot does that. that. Uh, No, but toddlers do that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but that that makes sense, doesn't it? I guess you'd warm it up I mean, it would warm it up, though, That makes sense. And you're trying to avoid cold teeth and cold brain. Those are the two objectives. Yeah. But I wouldn't blow on it. I'd go, because it's hotter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I... Why is doing that hotter than blowing it like this? Yeah, it's an interesting question. (sighs) Like, why does it cool? What's the science behind cooling it? I don't know, but I think actually one physically is cooler. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. If you blow with a small mouth... it's a physics thing because of the tunnel. Physicists, tell us. Ask that MIT dude. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Fuck your Spanish stuff. Why is blowing colder than highing... Oh, I think Dax knows. Oh, Dax might know. Or Dax Dax knows. What up, Dax? I just think it's because when you're when you're doing that, you're only blowing air from immediate. Sorry. Oh, it's coming from a different place. It's coming from from outside of your mouth. Yeah, it's like it's immediate air. Whereas when you exhale, it's coming from. It's like lung air. I think Dax is right. When you do that, I think you're right. You're moving the air in front of your mouth. You're just pushing the air, and that air is not ninety-eight point six degrees. Oh my God, Dax! You're a secret genius. That's crazy, yo. Still think no, it's because you kiss the cold. But but your theory's fine. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I think Dax is right. Dax is for sure right. Dax is very smart. Okay. Chico IT guy says, "Men's edition. Does my pee stink, or did the public urinal not get cleaned? Is that a thing you guys wonder? What are you, a woman?" Um, no, I don't think I don't that. I really wonder that because when your pee stinks, it has a distinct pee smells of a couple things coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And you never go into a men's room and you're like, someone just had some coffee and pissed in here <laughs> and asparagus, right? Mm-hmm. And that, those, what else can your pee smell like? Beer, beer, your pee can smell like beer, but if you're at a Dodger game or whatever, well, your pee, do they, just, still, just, do just they still have the troughs there? They don't anymore, yeah, but I never. No, you go into a restroom, you're like, someone just took a crazy shit in here. Right. 
Yeah, when a bathroom hasn't been cleaned, it's a very specific. It's a urine smell, but it's yeah. a different kind of. Plus, yeah, you smelled sure. it going yeah. in. So, really, if you're smelling your own pee, it's a, it becomes a fresh new smell. I have some good bathroom stories from work, Allison. Please. I'll tell you a couple of them. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago at work, I was peeing, and a guy pooped so loudly that when he pooped, I went, oh, <laughs> out loud at the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> what what was it? Was it a grunt or no? Was he it... like literally like a ton of like stuff came out of <laughs> oh, his butt no. at the oh, same no. time, <laughs> and I like instinctively went. I literally made this exact sound. I went, oh! <laughs> Did they what? react? No, no, just of course silence. Not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he left a half hour later so that you wouldn't think oh he hung out there for a while and also do have any of you guys the bathrooms at universal you can enter from both sides oh that's no good and i've realized a bunch of times like when i walk into the bedroom i start unzipping my pants <laughs> and twice a guy was walking towards me and it was the same guy twice in a yeah. week. and it looked like i was like looking at him and i was like hey man here we go here we go <laughs> Uh, we don't have a lot of time here. Yeah. Here we go. So, so it's made me think about like, I'm not going to unzip my pants until I'm just about to piss. <laughs> hmm. Jeff? That's probably smart. <laughs> I don't do that. And I'm very conscious of it because I remember being at Disneyland and seeing more than once the, this kind of dad walking to the bathroom and just not being conscious that he was unbuckling his belt <laughs> well before he was even in the, the bathroom. And I just thought, man, I never want to be that guy. It is like, get ready, urinal. Here I'm, here I'm coming. Daniel? You ready for this shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, piss man. all over oh, you I, and me. <laughs> I really don't get out much anymore. I can't, I can't tell my life from outdoor life. Like, you shouldn't have that kind of anticipation for the urinal. Yeah. So those are by, that, that happened to me at the bathroom at uh, the 10 UCP building there. Daniel, when do you start unbuckling or whatever? When I get there, I, <laughs> I, there's no uh, no enthusiasm for the job. I just uh, I think about it when it's time. Now, this okay. So you guys don't use your flies. You unbuckle and pull down your pants. Uh, no. no. What is fucking? No, we're not fucking four. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> Yes, okay. we dropped them to the floor. <laughs> like my my waist must be below my butt when I'm peeing. Okay, so you do use your flies. Wait, is this a real question? Yes. So wait, are I you imagining? Wait, are you imagining? Like, let's say there's a line of urinals all being used, <laughs> all butt cracks. Like, all everyone's pants I don't are know. down. I didn't. Well, <laughs> Jeff said that the guy was undoing his belt, so that made me think. Like, why would you have to take your belt off to because, get that button? Up? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Renee. You have to undo the front, honey. <laughs> or maybe he was getting ready to. Take a poop. Yeah, maybe you have to take it down. Yeah. In my yeah, mind, you know, though, he's about to go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You're, not, <laughs> you're like pushing those pants down. Allison just steps into the men's room at Dodger Stadium. It's just like 17 pairs of pants <laughs> on the floor. But in my but in my mind, you could leave your pants buttoned and then unzip and reach in. If you did it that way, your your penis would be scraping zipper. Yeah, exactly. And that would be really painful. The zipper has to be open, <laughs> yeah. and you need to actually, you, you do push like a tiny bit down usually with the pants, so that like you don't want any interaction between buttons and a zipper and the yeah. actual- And the junk. And the yeah. member itself, yeah. Okay. Have you guys ever known anybody to try Allison's zipper technique and just be like, ow, ow, ow. I mean, I'm sure Saving little kids time. try it and they learn real quick sure. that that's not a smart way to go. <laughs> yeah, this whole potty training Elliot thing, given that he's a boy, just seems more challenging than if he weren't. 
<laughs> oh no, it's going to be well, give, easy. But look at the kind of knowledge base I'm working nah, nah, with. Nah, nah, nah. That, I think with little boys, peeing is fun. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah. I have a lot of yeah. really great memories of pissing when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> and you did it standing up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I'm male. Yeah, right. But I think at the beginning with toilet training, little boys, they recommend having But as soon down. as you're old enough to figure out that you can aim that shit, okay. game on yeah, for yeah. like 50 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, yeah, they probably do. There's, there, It's not going to be easy, but I don't know that he'll figure it out. We do have, it's a little early. We haven't started yet, but I did purchase a tiny little toilet, Aww. which is so cute. And it, it like has a little thing that makes a flushing sound. It's real cute. It's, it's the cutest thing ever. Um, I hope the flesh gets a drop. (laughs) Okay. Lisa Lowry says, I'm always reading between three and five books. Maybe if I stuck to just one, I could finish just so many I want to read. I used to be like that. Now I'm a... I've been reading a lot more lately because I can't be on my phone around Elliot because if he sees it, he wants it. So now I'm reading a lot more and I tend to just... Now I'm just doing like just one book at a time and I actually finish them. I've read a lot more than I have than I had in years. In fact, right now I'm reading a book that Greg recommended mm. called The Idiot. It's good. I'm it's on pay, I'm like on 50 something. I'm right, very, but very it, much at the beginning. Is it recalling college for you in some way? So much yeah, so, yes. It's a great book. It's bringing back a ton of college. Um I'm const- I always am reading two books, a fiction and a non-fiction book at the same time. Because when I lay down, sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want to sink into something heavy. And then other times I'm like, oh, I just want to learn about history or whatever. I, so two books is the most I'm ever reading, but I'm never not reading two books. Yeah. Does that make sense? Wait, aren't, aren't those yeah. both the nonfiction book? Four avocados! <laughs> no, the fiction book for me is it's usually heavy. the one that's heavier because I tend to like like kind of heavier books. Mm-hmm. And the nonfiction one is like the Sam Cooke story or whatever, some like biography I'm reading. But I tend to, I almost am always reading two books. Renee? Uh, yeah, I like uh, I like bio- biographies and I like novels. Uh, if I'm feeling lazy, I'll read that biography because look how hard they're working. That's exactly look how hard <laughs> they're working. Uh, and then and then if I am already ready to work, but I want to get my mind in the um the I don't. It's so weird that after I read for a novel for a little bit, then it's just easier to write. Mm-hmm. So that helps a little bit. I agree with ex- that's exactly the way I think about it. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Daniel, do you know how to read? I- <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. I'm reading a book about a bird that jumps out of its nest and tries to find its mommy. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Are you my mommy? It's, are you, are you, are you my, my mother? Are you my mother? Yeah. That's pretty good. No spoiler on that one. Don't spoil it. But I will say, uh, cause I just read it, um, before the podcast, uh, the, the bird jumps out of the nest and is trying to find its mommy and the first animal. So it asks a bunch of animals. Oh, if are go. you my mommy and the animals go no you know i'm a dog or i'm a cow I'm how could i be your mother i'm a cow yeah but you know what the one animal that doesn't answer him which yeah. what's fucking that uh oh of course <laughs> fucking cat he goes to the kid and he's like are you my mommy and the cat just looks at him like a fucking asshole <laughs> so sounds right you're trying to start shit cats can yeah. suck oh, a dick boy. <laughs> fucking, fucking cat so there you go Cats and cat people, I feel they're um, immoral fuck nuts. <laughs> I did not say that. Cats are gross. <laughs> Laura Craycraft says, oh, try to guess the ad Allison bestows upon us by the segue. First of all, I love your accurate <laughs> terminology. Yes. I do bestow an ad upon you. 
Thank you for nailing it. Um, try to guess it by the segue. Do you mm. guys ever do that? I've, I've never done that before. Ooh. No, never. That's it's never good. happened to me. It's a good I game. I feel like that I, question does not apply to this table. Probably not. It probably applies to other listeners. Yeah. Maria says, every time I see a dog, I want to... Every time I see a dog, I want to watch it for as long as possible, but I'm always afraid their owner will think I'm checking them out instead. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I just stare at the dog. I do have this thing happen where if I see, if I'm driving or even, you know, on the wherever and I see someone walking a Cavalier, especially if the Cavalier is like a puppy, mm-hmm. I want to stop my car and just <laughs> go over and just start like, oh my God, like. Me too. Like, so there's a celebrity, and I did that one time, and, and I think were you with yes. me, and she she was a little freaked out. It was yeah. like not appropriate, but what's well, weird if you're if a car all of a sudden pulls over and tries to talk to you? Sure, but it's you're. I don't want to talk no. to you though. I, I want to talk to your yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog. You came at it with a dog. <laughs> I just want to talk fair. to your dog. Yeah, I, it's like seeing little celebrities on the street to me. It's great. And lastly, Megan says, sometimes I confuse the L on a light tampon to mean large and the S on a super to mean small. That is Setting confusing. myself up for period failure. <laughs> I have luckily never had that problem. Because um, you can sort of tell by the tampon wrapper the girth that you're dealing with. Right. Um, and they're sort of color coded. You can't but tell just like- by seeing the size of it? That's what I'm saying. No, but the wrapper. You're saying the, the size of the tampon. Dax? I'll tell you what the size of the tampon is. <laughs> no? Okay. Right. No, he's not. What are you asking? The size of... They're all the same length. But, the, but you can see the tampon girth is what you're saying. The actual tampon. Well, to see the actual tampon, you have to unwrap it. No, but I mean the size... Okay, you, you get a sense of how You get a sense <laughs> of how thick it is from the wrapper, yes. My dad once the- ate my sister's biscuit <laughs> on her period. <laughs> Renee, are you familiar with that, Renee? I am. Uh, okay. Only in drops, though. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, the yeah. whole story. I would like to. Do we know what episode that's on? I would love to go back and find Wait, it. So, couple, couple Life okay. Coach Jen. Jen. No, it was like three years ago. Three years life ago. Coach Jen Kleiner was on the episode. It's like August. And <laughs> we were talking about women being hormonal. Right. And like women's hormonal moods, and then she said this. <laughs> my dad once ate did my she know what she said immediately, or it took period? her a second? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she. I don't think she knew. But I think Sweet. No, I, she did if not. memory serves, and Jeff yeah. can jump in here. I feel like we all looked at each other immediately. <laughs> well, it was a. Te- it was we were trying to do like a more sober episode sure. that was like you know advice and stuff. So the, <laughs> Jeff, didn't we the know right away? Yeah, was, and yeah. I think. I think it sank into her as it was coming out of her mouth. That's why she started slowing down. (laughs) (laughs) How am I going to land this plane? Oh, my father's. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't fucking say this. I can't fucking say it. I already have the rest of the sentences chambered, and it's marching towards my lips. And I can't stop it. Yeah, and her her subtext was going... Yeah, this doesn't sound great, but nobody's immature enough to laugh uh, at yeah, this. So I'm wouldn't. just gonna I'm they gonna power wouldn't. through this, and then we all cried laughing. Did we laugh at the time? I, yeah, I feel like it, there was about. I think what happened, if I, again, if I remember correctly, is you were kind of trying to shepherd us towards maturity. <laughs> she was a friend of yours, and you were like, "Yeah," and I was just like, "It's over. It's fucking over." And I think Jeff was like, "Yeah, we got it. It's it's over. It's over. That's it. History has been made." It's, Sorry, Jen Kleiner. It it's is over. one of the best drops. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. 
this has been really fun, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And Patreon listeners, viewers, etc. This has been fun. Um, and if people uh, want to go see this after the fact, that you will be able to, um, you can sign up and then you'll have access to it. I feel like Dax has something to say from the Here chat room. I said, uh, Lisa was asking, uh, Greg, have you read September Somewhere, your mom's book? And they're saying that they did, and it was great. I have read my mom's book, yes. <laughs> I did read it. I... Yes, Aww. it is great. It is great. It has Aww. sex scenes in it, right? <laughs> it does have some sex in it, yeah. Is that weird? No, there was some disagreement between some members of my family over whether there should be oral sex scenes in my mom's book. But I think house mom's... is full of pots, <laughs> Um, but no, it's good. I mean, I'm like super proud of my mom for doing it. They're donating all the proceeds to the ALS foundation and it's, yeah, it's a good book. Like if I was in the business of reading romance novels, I'm sure I would be really into it. Perfect answer. Yes. Nailed it. Thinking about my mom and being inside of her. (laughs) Oh God. Oh no. Toxic. If anyone would like to get your mom's book, uh, it is called September Story. Boner Sandwich. <laughs> September Somewhere. It is called September Somewhere That's by Nancy awesome. Meyer um, and my Aunt Susan. <laughs> Kapow. I guess she, I tried, but I can't remember. Susan, the reason it? I'm saying is I can't remember if she used her maiden name. Well, they can just look up Nancy Meyer. I think it's probably Susan Lerner. I think that's the name that she okay. used. Okay. And I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. You can get that. Just go to my website, alisonrosen.com, and there's plenty of places to click. It'll take you right to Amazon, where you can get it available in all formats. Come see me at Big Adventure Fest November 3rd, uh, bigadventurefest.com. We have pins and ringtones and t-shirts and all that at alisonrosen.com. Oh my God, I forgot my new thing where I was going to give out the tw- everyone's Twitter handle at the top. I keep forgetting to do that. Daniel, where do we find you? You can find me at Daniel Quants. D Quants on the snappy. Got to bring the positive attitude. Snuckulos. That's all. Jeff? Cool as fuck. Anal? Up your butt. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Dax, would you like to weigh in and tell people where they can find you if they <laughs> oh, want sure. to? Sure. Um, you can find me at Dax Schaefer, D A X S C H A F F E R, on Twitter and Instagram. I post a lot of my drawings on Instagram. So awesome! Cool. Cool. Greg just picked up my um, <laughs> readers that I purchased at CVS. Yikes! What? <laughs> I would have a migraine in eight seconds if I put those on. Yeah, I know. Um, wait, do you have any problem seeing anything? I don't think so. You're so lucky. You're older <laughs> than I am. Now. <laughs> but I my left just... ear doesn't work. Oh. So it's fair. Yeah. yeah it's fair. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can, yeah. <laughs> I just started needing glasses, um, and I got a prescription, and I haven't filled it yet. I'm going to. But these are my, like, in the meantime, but, um, but I never wear them because they... They're not great. But uh, yeah, I really took it for, I took being able to see for granted. And now if I'm reading, like if I can focus on what's in front of me, then if I look up, then it, it, that's blurry. Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. But uh, those seem like they're really bad for your face or for your eyes. They're just CVS cheapo readers. Maybe they're I just don't have that prescription. Renee, where can we find you online? <laughs> Thank you. 
Good job. Uh, I intentionally locked myself out of Twitter. I don't know how long that's going to be for. Uh, so I know, right? It's just so sad in there. Yeah, just get out of there. Yeah. Except for Allison's, uh, which is great. Uh, so <laughs> on Instagram at Renee S. Colvert. And then I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Greg. You're up, Greg. I'm at Zanera Park. No, you're not. <laughs> this, no, just kidding. I'm at JMOs and BFFs. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. Where are you? I'm at Dong Attack. <laughs> are Dong you, Attack. Are you ashamed to announce your name? Boner Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I just like... I'm. You don't need more followers? It's not even that. Like I just am sort of like giving up on that stuff a little bit. On That's the, okay. On the social presence? Yeah. Not like I didn't make it, but I just like my interest in it is waning. I yeah. David Huntsberger, mm. who's frequently on the show, is always like, you can't find me. Even though we can find him, isn't he Hunt's junk or something? Hunt's Hunt's junk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like that wave of stop. I would rather this. like yeah. I'm like into some charities or whatever. Can we talk about those? Sure. I'm really into a charity right now called Music and Memory. If you want to look that up online, give that a look. All right. <laughs> did, did I'm just, just on, scrambling. I'm like, what charity do I? I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just on Twitter. Allison Rosen. I'm also on Instagram. Allison Rosen. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe and leave us a nice comment and tell your friends. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. Everyone, thank, thank you for the show. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Tell them we say bye. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time. 